He made second team all Mac in 2018, third team all conference in 2020. He is a Mac champion and he is the first ever eighth year senior in FBS history. Kyle, welcome to the show. And how are you doing today? Oh man, it's an, it's an honor to be here. Thanks for having me. I'm, I'm doing good, man. I, my body feels good and uh, you know, I'm ready to roll. Absolutely. Dude, I'm fired up to share your story because it is a hell of a story. It's inspirational. Um, but let's take it back to 2015 when you started your career, or even before 2015. What made you choose NIU to begin with? Um, being from Chicago Heights, um, you know, they, I think Illinois, or Northern Illinois was uh, it was a no brainer for me, um, you know, especially because I, I come from a big family and it was really important. Uh, for me that they, you know, be in driving distance so they can come to all the home games and stuff like that. So um, when I got a call from Northern Illinois, it was it was a pretty much a done deal for me. Sure. And um, so that that was 2015. Mm-hmm. And what went into the decision to come back for an eighth year in 2022? Man, a lot of stuff has happened in between uh, 2015. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll get to that for sure. Yeah. We'll get into that for sure. But well, what went into the decision to come back for that eighth year, be the first ever in FBS history? Man, it, I, it was just unfortunate circumstances. You know, I spent so much time on the sidelines that, uh, you know, I had one guaranteed opportunity to play again. And, um, you know, I, I took a little bit of um, confidence in myself, but I, I bet on myself. And, uh, you know, I, I figured that I, I'd give it one more shot in hopes that I could stay healthy. And uh, it's been it's been a great ride so far. To start your career back in 2015, you redshirted, and then the next year you were back up in 2016. The third year, you earned the starting job and unfortunately got injured four games in the season. You are having a really good season up until that point, um, and that was the first injury of your career. And since then, you've had a few unfortunate injuries since then. Uh, would you be willing to list uh, all the injuries you've had since uh, 2017? Yeah, so um... – like you said, I got off to a, a pretty hot start in 2017. Um, I started the first four games and uh, played at, at a pretty high level. And then um, the fourth game of 2017, I tore my bicep tendon uh, at the elbow. Um, in 2018, I played through uh, a torn labrum in my right shoulder. Um, so I, I missed Florida State that year, I think. we, we um, But other than that, I just kind of – you know, had to fight through it was it was dislocating, uh, you know, pretty often. And, you know, I would just have to get it popped back in. And then, you know, I was I was fine. But I, I definitely had surgery at, after the uh, bowl game in 2018 um, to repair my labrum. Uh, 2019, in the second game, I fractured my shoulder socket. Um, Jeez. And that was uh, Utah, I believe, we were playing. And then um, – 2020 was the COVID year, so uh, we only played six games. Um, and then 2021, I was all reared up to go, and then I uh, I tore my ACL um, in the last practice of spring ball. I mean, that's a laundry list of injuries you've had there. Uh, and I, I know from experience that a significant injury can help you really grow mentally um, and as a person. Uh, talk about have those injuries help you grow as a person? Yeah, yeah. Um, Man, it's been a crazy journey, and I've definitely uh, had to grow up, you know, in a lot of different ways. I've, I've had to take uh, take on more of a a supportive role, you know, as a teammate, um, you know, and then I had to kind of um, navigate my way through an unfamiliar territory. I've never, 
never been a, a injury prone, you know, player. So I, I've never actually been on the sideline before. And, uh, you know, to, to spend so much time and in, in, throughout my college career, um, you know, it was definitely humbling. Um, and it, it just taught me a lot of things. There's there's more to life than football, um, although that is still the love of my life. You know, my passion is what, I, what gets me up in the morning. But there's a lot more out there. Um, you know, and there's a lot more to me than, than being a, uh, an athlete. And, you know, I think the time that I spent on the sideline actually taught me that. Sure. And going off of that, I mean, you're not only at Northern Illinois to pursue your football aspirations. You have done a lot academically. Talk about some of the degrees you've picked up and what you're studying currently. Yeah, so uh, in 2019, I finished with um, my undergrad in kinesiology. Um, then my career got prolonged, and so I uh, ended up pursuing my master's uh, in sports management. And then uh, it got extended even further. So uh, I'll finish this December uh, with my second master's in sports psychology. All right. And so outside of playing football, what, what's your dream job? Man, um, as of lately, I've been really interested in um, sports psychology, pretty much uh, working with athletes on like the mental rehab of uh, sport injury. Sure. You know, there's a lot. We put so much into our bodies to fight back from injury that, you know, a lot of times um, we never really take the time to heal mentally. And uh, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm studying that right now in school. And there's there's just so much information out there that, you know, um, it, it definitely the mental part of rehab will definitely help you, you know, on the back end as far as not re-injuring yourself. So that's definitely something that I would like to look into. How have you grown as a leader since coming in as an 18 year old kid? Um, I think a as a leader, uh, I didn't have the experience aspect um, early on but because I've been here so long. There's not much that I haven't seen yet. Um you know, I've definitely had to learn trial through trial and error uh, for a lot of different reasons. And so, you know, just as a leader, I can, you know, kind of help guys navigate and, you know, teach them, hey, you know, don't do that. That'll that'll lead to this. Or, you know, mm. uh, if, if it's technique issues or off the field issues, I, you know, I've, I've seen it all. And so, you know, I'm just, you know, a, a coach that, you know, guys are more comfortable to talk to, I, I would say. Sure. No, kind of like a coach on the field, I imagine, yeah. with all your yeah. experience. So, sure. um, and talking about coaches, uh, in 2019, there's a coaching change. Uh, Rod Carey left for Temple and, and came uh, Thomas Hammock, uh, Northern Illinois legend. Um, talk about the culture that he's building uh, with the coaching staff there right now. Yeah, Coach Hammock, um, that guy is special. Uh his culture is is different. I've obviously seen uh, a lot of different coaching staffs come and go, but um, Hammock's culture is is honest, uh, it's transparent, and it's all about competition, right? So, uh, at some programs, you have guys that um, you know kind of tell players what they want to hear, um, and you know get them through the recruiting process, and then once they get there, they kind of get screwed over. Um, but Coach Hammock is is you know he's it is what it is with him. He, he is who he is. And so um, it's all about competition. Um, and, you know, you either put yourself in the right opportunity uh, to compete for a job or, you know, he, he'll let you know. So 
Uh, the culture is all about transparency. Uh, he takes academics very seriously. Um, I think we've had one of the highest GPAs since he um, since he returned, one of the highest GPAs in school history. So uh, he's 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 the real deal, and uh, you know that, that obviously shows in the in the turnaround that he was able to um, accomplish. You know, going from zero and six the COVID year into MAC champions was incredible. So. Was the culture that your coach is building now, did that have something to do with you coming back for that eighth season? Yeah, I, it definitely did. Obviously, I I was a part of the uh, 0-6 season in 2020, um, but I could I could pretty much see where he was going. I could, sure. I could see him establishing the culture, and he started to get the right guys into the locker room. And, um, you know, it, it just – it was just fortunate for me that I was able to kind of grow up um, while he was, you know, getting his guys in the right spot. And now, now that I'm healthy again, you know, I get to uh, take part in what he's building here. And, uh, you know, hopefully this year will be special. Sure. And um, with the media eligibility, with the transfer portal, I know that's changed a lot since you first entered college. Was there ever a time in your head where you thought of entering the portal and going elsewhere? Uh yeah, in 2020, we didn't win a game. So, you know, you definitely kind of start looking around, weighing your options, yeah. different things like that. But um, I, I really did buy into what Coach Hammock was uh, putting together here. And, uh, you know, I like to say I, I saw it before everybody else did, but um, I was not surprised at all when they turned it around in, in 2021 and won the MAC championship. I, I saw that coming way before. I, I've read some articles about you and – you you said they liked uh, in rehab set goals and to reach those goals. Talk about some of the goals you have for this season with your team. Yeah, well, um, one thing that I've learned from my uh, time in the sports management program is that there's def- there's power in what we think um, and mm-hmm. what we speak. And so I I don't really um, I won't give you any goals because I don't want to set any limits on myself, right? right. Or my team. I like that. Um, but when we're all communicating well um, and all, we're all healthy, we play at a really high level. Um, and, and so far, uh, that's what we've put on film this year. And I, I really expect for us, the sky to be the limit for us this year. Sure. My next question is, what goals do you have after the season for yourself? Like, what are you looking to do once your college career is over? Um, Man, that's uh, that's where it gets kind of interesting, right? Uh, because I am, I'm, I'm 25 years old. I have a, a nine month old daughter. Um, and so I, I def after college, I definitely need to get around her, uh, as much as possible. Sure. Um, you know, if the, if the next level comes calling, uh, if I have an opportunity, I'll definitely pursue it. But, um, you know, right after college, my focus is going to go straight to my daughter. Sure. No, no, I get that. And I, you know, grown man strength is a real thing you know what yeah. i'm saying like you're you're 25 now mm-hmm. but then you add dad strength on top of that i <laughs> i didn't know you had a kid i yeah. I, I i've heard that like when you take on a mortgage you ought and uh you automatically add 45 <laughs> pounds to your bench press and when you have a kid that's another 45 pounds so are you feeling that grown man dad strength when you're out there on the football field man there's there's something there's something a little extra to it especially <laughs> when she's in the crowd you know so it, yeah there's got to be some truth to that yeah no, i know i Dude, I, I see people. I'll see an old man, and I say you're an old man. You're you're, you're only you're older all than right, me. I've, I've heard it all. 
I, I, I bet you have, but I, um, I'll, I'll see somebody who has the exact same physique as me at the gym, but he'll be like 50 years old and he'll have like an extra 50 pounds on the bench yeah. that I could do. And I'm like, yeah. okay, that, that, that's stat strength right mm-hmm. there. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah, or, or maybe I'm just making myself feel better. Who knows? <laughs> but, um, yeah, so we, we talked about, you played with, was it a torn labrum in 2018? Mm-hmm. Hey, and that that year you you made second team all conference. Um, but would you say you're as healthy as you've ever been this season? Yeah, and that, okay. that that plays another part into me. You know, obviously eight years is a long time, but the times where I was able to play healthy and it was spurts, but I was playing at a really high level. Um, mm. You know, not not to toot my own horn, but you know, like I, I do believe I have I, I'm self confident and I believe that. You know, I'm still the same player. Uh, I can still reach the same the same levels. And, uh, you know, I just I've had some unfortunate um, injuries that have kept me on the sideline. But, you know, I've put in the work in my body. I've invested, you know, countless hours, uh, changed my diet. I sleep more now, everything. I'm doing all the right things to give myself a chance. And then, you know, whatever happens after that, it is what it is. But I, I still believe that I'm that same player. Yeah. And it's time goes on i imagine your athleticism just going to keep on picking up and picking mm-hmm. up the further you get removed from all the injuries in the past so i yeah i, I could see you really continue to turn it on the rest yeah. of the season and do you have an extra appreciation with everything you've been through i mean you have some two sec teams you have uh, vanderbilt coming to town this weekend mm-hmm. and then you have kentucky after that do you have an extra appreciation for these huge matchups coming up with everything you've been through Uh, no, it, and it's, it's crazy. I, I've spent so much time on the sideline. It really doesn't matter who we line up against. Uh, I, I have the same approach. I'm just super excited to be able to play football again. Um, you know, it's, it's obviously a different approach because it is a SEC team and, you know, it's some, it's going to be some talented guys on the field, but, um, you know, my, my excitement and, you know, my enthusiasm just to be on the field again, it, it wouldn't change if it was anybody else. Sure. Sure. Um, so, you know, there's going to be a lot of talented football players, as you mentioned, but, uh, you guys have a lot of talented pieces returning from last season, a Mac champion team, um, uh, I was going to ask you, what's the ceiling on this team? But I'm not going to do that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. what, what's what's the confidence level heading into these games? Is, is your is your mindset echoed by your teammates? Like, hey, this is just another another team. They're they're men just like us. They're not special. What's the confidence level with uh, you and your team and the mindset heading into this game against Vanderbilt on Saturday? Yeah, and I, I think this um, this goes to show you how how important Coach Hammock's culture is. Um, but we compete at such a high level at practice that uh, we we really don't expect to lose any game that we're in, you know, because it it, it can't get much more competitive. Um, it can't get much more intense than what we do at practice. Sure. Uh, we, we have game day every day at practice, and um, it's a high level of competition within each uh, position group and then offense versus defense and then special teams. And so, you know, it, it – it's really just refreshing to be able to hit somebody else, but you know, we, it's just what we do. Yeah. In your eight year journey, uh, talk about some of the biggest life lessons you've had at Northern Illinois. Um, 
one of the hardest things to accept um, for me, especially on this journey, is that life goes on. You know, nobody's going to stop and wait for you um, to figure it out. Um, you know, football is still going to be played no, no matter if you're out there or on the sideline. Mm -hmm. So, you know, somebody has to fill your spot. Uh, somebody has to sit in your locker. Somebody has to wear your jersey number. Um, so life life keeps going on. And that's, that's really hard to swallow sometimes, especially because we get caught up in our own world and, you know, kind of yeah. kind of get in a sense of, you know, thinking that everything revolves around us. And then, you know, to be such a, a big part of a team and then, you know, to understand that it'll, it'll still be that same team. You know, if you're on the sideline is, is a pretty humbling experience. And um, I think that's been the hardest, the hardest part. Each, each injury is, you know, to put all the work in on the, on the uh, off season and then to watch somebody else, you know, fill my spot is, is, um, it's not good. You know, it's not a good feeling. What advice would you give to your 2015 self? I would definitely tell myself to lose the ego. Right. Eat crumbs, you know, take, take everything, uh, you know, for what it is. Um, celebrate your wins and uh, let go of your losses. Right. It's, it's, it's short lived. Um, you only get to, well, you know, for me, it's uh it's a little longer lived than everybody else being here as long as I have, but um, you only get to play college football for, for so long. Uh, the next level is not guaranteed. Um, you know, so just make the most of your opportunities, you know, cherish, cherish everything. Um, keep a camera with you and take lots of pictures because it goes fast. So going a little bit in the next year, I know you said you want to be with your daughter um, as much as possible. And you said at the next level, you know, if the opportunity presents itself, you'll take it. But are you going to give the NFL your best shot next year? If you have a good season this year, you can just give it everything you got. Yeah, I, I, I think I owe it to myself to, um, you know, I've come this far, you know, I've, battled through four different, you know, rehab processes and, you know, I've been through a lot more. So, you know, just to get to that point and, and walk away, I think it would, um, it would be unsatisfying, you know, conclusion to, to the story. So I, I give it my best shot and, you know, I, I, I with me being 25 years old, it's, it's, uh, I, I think I'm more, um, let's say prepared, uh, to handle, you know, whatever comes my way after that. Yeah. But if you can play, you can play, you know, yeah. if you're yeah. even though you're 20, well, you'll be 26 by the time next season rolls around. Mm -hmm. But if you can play, yep. I, I, why not you, yeah. you know, 100%. so then no I fired up and then, you know, let's say right away, the NFL doesn't happen just hypothetically. Would you play in the XFL as an opportunity to, you know, maybe use that as like the minor leagues to try to work your way up to NFL yeah. Um, at that point, I will have to, you know, uh, assess my body and see how I'm feeling, um, you know, and then I would I would have to, you know, sit down and be honest with myself and, and talk to my family um, about it, because, you know, the, the, the one thing about it is that time doesn't stop ticking. Right. So, yeah, you know, the, the more that I spend outside of the, the National Football League, the older I get, you know, the, the, the harder it'll be. I'm not saying it's impossible, um, you know, but it, it's with a daughter and everything like that, I would be, uh, it would have to be, it would have to make sense for me and my family for me to keep pursuing it. Sure. Yeah. And my, my thing with you, why not you? I, I, that would be the perfect ending. That's a straight up movie right there. Yeah. You make the NFL. <laughs> that's the perfect ending to a movie right there. Absolutely. So, 
Yeah. I have one one last round I want to do with you, which is a lightning round, where I'll just ask you a plethora of questions here and just answer them in a timely fashion. Okay. Sound good? Yep. All right, let's rock and roll. Who's your favorite football player of all time? Ray Lewis. I like that. Favorite holiday? Christmas. Favorite quote? Uh, work now, party later. Greatest linebacker of all time? Ray Lewis. Yeah. Favorite movie? Uh, the Breakfast Club. Dogs or cats? Dogs. Favorite food? Mm, peanut butter and jelly. I think I might know the answer to this next one. But do you have any games circle on your calendar for this year? Nope. <laughs> that's, what I was, that's what I figured. Yeah. Uh, favorite animal? Lion. Uh, favorite place in the whole world? At home with my family. All right, who's the best linebacker in the NFL right now? Fred Warner. Toughest quarterback you've played against in college? Zach Wilson. That's all I got for you. Um, thank you very much for coming on the show. I appreciate it and looking forward to staying connected along the way. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me, man. It was super fun. Absolutely. You know, it's great telling your story. So, yeah, best of luck these next two weekends or the rest of the season. I'll be watching yeah, and rooting for absolutely. you. Absolutely. I appreciate it. All right. Have yep. a good one. You too.